0: You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed.
1: Total mask confusion. To wear or not to wear.
2: We're back in business. Woo!
1: This just feels
2: wrong. I vaccinated (laughs) new vaccinated vaccinated people.
3: Then, gone with the wash. Did a $26 million winning lotto ticket get obliterated in the laundry?
4: And Trump honey trap the journalist. The Survivor contestant. Did they try to seduce Trump's former national security advisor?
5: Felicially coming after me and saying I'm a honeypot.
4: Then, the Josh Duggar scandal.
5: He's a predator.
4: Exclusive. What she says he did to her will shock you.
6: What exactly happened between you and Josh?
4: And the new crime wave. You won't believe what they're stealing from underneath your car. Look what they did to her car. as america heads back to work what are you going to wear sweats be gone and super cat the leap out of a burning building now inside edition with deborah norville
2: Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. The CDC may have said fully vaccinated people can ditch their masks, but it might be a good idea to read the fine print. You can forego a mask if there's no, and I quote, federal, state, local, tribal, or territorial laws, including local business and workplace guidance, saying you must wear one. Confused? Stephen Fabian says join the club.
1: Let freedom ring, sure, but confusion reigns. This just feels wrong. Americans today really struggling with the new CDC guidelines to go mask-free, but where and when?
7: I came in with a mask in my pocket, then I saw everybody had a mask on.
1: After more than a year of masks, ditching them is taking some getting used to. Just ask the first lady.
7: Isn't it great, don't you feel good about it?
1: We're doing it, we are doing it. It was cause for celebration at the Today Show.
2: <laughs> are we a little too excited? Look. <laughs> I think it's doable. We are two, vaccinated, two people. vaccinated people.
1: But co-host Craig Melvin couldn't join the party. He's not fully vaxxed yet.
3: If you're fully vaccinated it is a big day.
1: The hosts at GMA remained socially distanced, as did the anchors at CBS this morning. Gail King expressed how a lot of us are feeling today. Now that it's here. I'm still like wearing one. I was, when I was leaving this morning, the doorman said so I said, why are you wearing a mask? He goes, why are you wearing You're a going mask? At, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a hard habit to break. It is. Our camera crews were out and about today across the USA. In Hartford, Connecticut, some did, some didn't.
5: It's fantastic. It makes me so happy.
1: At this boutique in New Jersey, it was good riddance to masks.
2: We're back in business. Woo!
1: In Times Square, we found a mix. Some folks still wearing masks, others happy to toss them. It's like freedom. Freedom. But not so fast. Here in New York, the governor says he's keeping the mask mandate in place for now. Same thing across the river in New Jersey. It seems like every state is enforcing their own rules, and many businesses say they're taking it slowly. Kroger Supermarkets, Macy's, and Walgreens are just some of the businesses today who say they will still require masks. And you still have to keep your mask on while traveling on planes, trains, and buses. We asked Dr. Oz for his advice for anyone nervous about ditching their mask.
4: The CDC guidelines are you don't have to wear a mask, but it doesn't say you can't wear a mask. So yeah, put a mask in your pocket. You might end up in a crowded location, especially if you're in a urban area uh, if you're going to travel. And so that way you have that safety valve there. And recognize that if you've got some other reason that you don't feel safe, put the mask back on. But you should not feel compelled to wear a mask because you're worried about the people around you if you've been vaccinated.
1: Meanwhile, many of the nation's colleges are holding in-person commencements again.
8: It's happening!
1: The University of Southern California is holding their graduation ceremonies outdoors at the L.A. Coliseum. They're conferring degrees on this year's graduates and last year's graduates. A total of 34,000 students. The ceremonies will be spread out over the course of seven days. The graduates are limited to two guests. There will be social distancing and they must keep their masks on. Oh my God, I could kiss you. Literally, because we're both vaccinated. The late night hosts reflected the mood of the nation. Overall, pure joy.
2: And today, Trader Joe's became the first national supermarket chain to not require customers who are fully vaccinated to wear a mask. If you ever needed a reminder to check your pockets before you do the wash, this is it. A woman in California says she had a winning lotto ticket worth $26 million, but she accidentally washed it with her pants, and now it's gone. Here's Jim Murray.
3: Imagine beating the odds and picking a lotto ticket worth a fortune only to destroy it in the wash. What incredible luck and disastrous misfortune. A woman purchased a lotto ticket at this L.A. gas station that ended up being worth $26 million. But she says she lost it when she tossed her jeans into the washing machine. A store employee tells us their surveillance footage, which they turned over to lotto officials, backs up her story, that on last November 14th, she bought the super lotto ticket with the winning numbers 12, 13, 23, 31, 36, and megaball number 10. But lotto officials say surveillance footage is not enough to verify the winning purchase and her ticket expired yesterday. A photo of the front and back of the ticket would have been the only way to prove the existence of the $26 million ticket. Lesson for everyone to learn, (laughs) if you played a lotto, take a picture of your ticket. Yes. Empty your pockets every night. Yes, empty your pockets. (laughs) What would you do if you won $26 million and then it was destroyed in the washing machine? Man, I don't know what I'll do. That's an expensive load of laundry right there, $26 million. So what happens to a lottery ticket in the wash? Inside Edition producer Carly Baganguito went to Laundry Max.
2: Going to take a photo of my lotto ticket just in case.
3: Where she first takes a photo of the front and back of her lotto ticket. Then she puts her ticket into her pocket and washes her jeans. All right, my jeans are washed. Let's see how my lotto ticket did. Oh, my God, where is it? I don't even know where it is. The ticket totally disintegrated. There's no sign of it anywhere. Well, at least she has her photo. Let's hope Carly has better luck than the woman who lost her $26 million lotto ticket.
2: With no clear winner, that $26 million will go to the California Department of Education. Were high-level critics of then-President Trump the target of a clandestine operation aimed at catching them, making derogatory statements about Mr. Trump? A new report says the answer is yes, using one of the oldest tricks in the book, the honey trap, allegedly involving this former contestant from Survivor. Here's Celeste Trent.
9: Did this beautiful contestant from Survivor take part in a honey trap operation that targeted President Trump's national security adviser?
7: My name is Anna. I am from Brooklyn, New York, and I am a professional poker player.
9: A shocking New York Times investigation says 32-year-old Anna Kate was recruited to seduce FBI and State Department employees and record them making disparaging remarks about President Trump. I spoke with her today.
5: I was in D.C. for a little while and and was looking for communists in the government because that's my passion. I'm very anti-communist. And I found some and they got fired.
9: Were you part of this alleged honey trap plot?
5: No, it's, it's actually pretty comical and very salacious.
9: Did you ever go on any dates with any Trump critics to dig up dirt? No, I did not. The New York Times story reads like a spy novel complete with late night trysts in Washington, D.C. restaurants. It says Anna Kate and several other women had code names like Tiger and Brazil that they stayed in a secret safe house and were trained by a former British spy. It was all intended to expose anti-Trump deep state sentiment in the Trump administration. Did you have a code name?
5: No, I did not have a code name. That is not true.
9: Kate, who was born in Russia, appeared on Survivor in 2016. Another woman reportedly involved is 36-year-old journalist Tara Price, who writes for The Blaze, a far-right website. The Times says she was told to target Trump's national security adviser, H.R. McMaster. The sting operation is said to have begun after published reports claimed that McMaster called President Trump a dope and an idiot at a private dinner in 2017. The Times claims that Project Veritas, a far-right activist group, was behind the plot. But the founder, James O'Keefe, posted this video today,
4: calling the story... to be a hit piece that was filled with vapid supposition, subliminal suggestion, nebulous facts, circumstantial inferences designed to link us to an investigation into McMaster that I had nothing to do with.
5: I'm a Christian, okay... I never kissed anyone for a story. I never went on a date. I, I, I would, no, would never do anything like that.
2: Meantime, the former president is said to be planning to hold rallies starting again next month. Whoever said black cats are bad luck didn't meet this kitty who made a daring leap from a burning building.
9: What a leap. As smoke pours out of a building in Chicago, a black cat jumps from a fifth-floor window. You can hear onlookers gasp. The lucky feline just misses a concrete wall. It landed on the grass with a bounce, shrugged off the fall, then ran off. Miraculously, the cat was apparently uninjured. We showed the amazing video to veterinarian, Dr. Jeff Werber.
1: A catch like this can survive a fall by two things. One is called the writing reflex, where they're able to tell up from down. And the other one is called the law of angular momentum. And what that does is it allows them to use their bodies to achieve that all four feet in
2: one direction. That's fascinating. Talk about a leap of faith. Fire department's now trying to track down the cat's owner. It's a new crime wave around the country. Would-be thieves sneaking underneath people's cars. And as Lisa Guerrero reports, what they're walking away with sells for big bucks.
6: It's a crime wave sweeping the country. Crooks jacking up cars and sliding underneath with electric saws. What are they after? your catalytic converter. This is a catalytic converter. It reduces the amount of pollution coming out of your car. Thefts have gone through the roof because the value of some of the materials that go into making this auto part have skyrocketed. Those precious items, palladium, $2,900 an ounce, rhodium, $27,900 an ounce.
3: And this happens in broad daylight, all within 15, 20 minutes and poof, they're gone.
6: Fernando Ayala was shocked when he discovered this guy scoping out his Honda Accord.
3: There were two people. They pulled right next to my car. One uh, was the leader doing the operation and one stood guard.
6: They used a portable power saw and cut the converter out. There it is in his hands. They jump back into the car and off they go. The crime wave has hit Houston hard. Catalytic converters are being stolen by the trunk loads.
0: Theft is not out of control just in Houston. It's everywhere in the US.
6: I spent two days with Sergeant Tracy Hicks of Houston's Auto Crimes Task Force as we hey, tracked catalytic converter theft. 20 catalytic converters were stolen overnight here in Houston. So we're following the sergeant to talk to some of those victims. Brittany Burns recently started her car and heard this. The $1,000 price tag for a new converter is causing havoc in her life. I'm in the process of trying to find a job right now, and it's hard to get to and from if I can't use my car. Steve and Karen Adams had their converter stolen for the second time. It's just, it's going to
1: be a while before we get it fixed. Number one, it's hard to find the parts right now because this
6: is happening so much. Oh, my God. So what can you do from becoming the next victim? Sergeant Hicks recommends you get your mechanic to spray paint it a bright color. This makes it harder for thieves to sell stolen goods and get a protective shield to cover your converter. Good tips to
2: prevent this from happening. And one more tip is to have the mechanic etch the last eight characters of your VIN number onto the converter so that if it is stolen, they can track that thing down. Remember the four-year-old girl who was rescued by police after that shooting in Times Square? Well, Amber Cagliano tells us that she is now getting a very special surprise.
7: This little girl is being showered with gifts and a visit from Minnie Mouse a week after being shot in the foot in Times Square. Four-year-old Sky Martinez was hit by a stray bullet after a gunman opened fire shows police officer Alyssa Vogel applying a tourniquet to the foot wound, then lifting the child and running as fast as she could to an ambulance. The suspect, Farrakhan Mohammed was allegedly shooting at his own brother following an argument. After a nationwide manhunt, he was arrested in Jacksonville, Florida. you one out of the state of New York. For attempted murder, sir. The 31-year-old gave a jailhouse interview claiming he's innocent and was not in New York at the time of the shooting. Well, I left New York a few days ago. I was in Jersey. I went to Jersey or at a telly. He's homeless. We took our two dogs with us. I was in Jersey in a hotel. Sky was toy shopping with her parents when she was shot in the foot. <laughs> so last night the cops brought the toy store to her.
4: Mom told us that uh, her favorite character was Minnie Mouse, so we just scrambled to find a Minnie Mouse that was willing to volunteer and, and come out and uh, bring her some gifts and just bring some joy after going through such a horrific event.
7: Sky's mother expressed relief that the suspected gunman has been caught. We just want
2: justice for Skye, for what happened in the city. And we'll be right back.
4: Next, the Josh Duggar scandal. He's a predator. Exclusive. What she says he did to her will shock you.
6: What exactly happened between you and Josh?
4: Plus, as America heads back to
2: work. What are you going to wear?
4: Sweats be gone. Inside Edition with Deborah Norville we will be right back.
8: This episode is brought in part to you by Audible
2: 19 Kids and Counting star Josh Duggar awaits trial on child pornography charges, and this woman tells Lisa Guerrero she thinks he belongs behind bars. This woman
6: says she knows Josh Duggar, much to her regret. Now she's speaking out
5: about the reality TV star's bombshell arrest on child porn charges. I was disgusted. I got so sick and so nauseous.
6: Ashley Johnston says she met Duggar, who won fame as the eldest son of the squeaky clean Duggar family in, of all places, a strip club in Philadelphia in
5: 2015. He kept coming up to me and asking me to spend private time with me, to spend private time with me, kept giving me money for private dances. Johnston says she and Duggar got intimate at her hotel. What exactly
6: happened between you and Josh?
5: He was very rough and it got tremendously out of hand. Um, It was one of the most terrifying experiences of my life.
6: She sued Duggar for battery, but he denied the claims and said he had never met Johnston. The lawsuit was dismissed. Two weeks ago, Duggar was busted by federal agents on charges of downloading child porn. Were you shocked when you heard that news?
5: I wasn't shocked for the least, not even a little bit. He's a predator. Dunger, Ducker got out on bail last Thursday after entering
6: a not guilty plea. The judge ruled he couldn't return to the home he shares with his pregnant wife, Anna and their six children.
5: You have a message for your family? I feel very sorry for Josh's wife. very sorry. Ashley Johnston says she
6: is now out of the adult entertainment industry. She's living quietly in Texas with her
2: husband and four
5: children. Josh Duggar needs to spend, I believe, the rest of his life in prison.
2: Duggar is doing court July 1st. When we come back, what to wear when you go back to the office?
8: Looking to instantly upgrade your Mother's Day gift from typical to meaningful? Shop Etsy.
2: If you're going back to the office, it's time to ditch the sweats. 26 year old fashion designer Stephanie Hazelwood has been
7: working from home for more than a year her typical outfits usually just sweatpants maybe some hoodies sweatshirts cardigans as comfy as possible but she'll be heading back to the office full time so what will post pandemic work attire look like fashion expert Dawn Del Russo says employees won't be too formal they don't want to go overboard they don't want those really uh, uncomfortable shoes or pants that are too tight, so we're seeing like this blend of the two styles together, casual and a little bit dressed up for work. Bright colors and casual suits are in, so are sneakers. Colors are in right now because everyone wants that um, feeling of liveliness, uh, feeling bright, feeling back to life. You can do sneakers. It's totally acceptable now. Just make sure they're clean. Comfy is key. This is a linen jacket, so linen is a little bit softer, a little bit more breezy the ball. As for Stephanie, she's opted for a flowy black dress for her return to the office. We paired it with black slides that are easy to slip right into and head to work. This black dress is so comfortable, easygoing, you'd slip right into it. It will be the
2: dress you go to time and time again. Coming up, a very wild ride. Finally today, hold on to your teeth. This cheerleader and her coach are screaming their heads off
7: on a slingshot thrill ride. The coach tries to keep his mouth closed, but too late, his fake front tooth goes flying out. Oh my God.
2: Oh my God. Now those screams are mixed with laughs. Yeah, I hate when that happens. That's Inside Edition for today. I'm Deborah Norville. Thank you for watching. See you next time.